Previously on Hackway Heights. I've never even met the lady. All I know is she thinks I'm a terrible father when she's a murderer. She takes very good care of those horses. If she doesn't make good on this, I swear, Bonnie's getting out. So you have my back at the end of this. That if Anita doesn't give him back, we will kill her if we have to. We will get Bonnie back. Absolutely. What are you doing? I need to speak to Anita right away. Yes? Will you release Barney to me when all is said and done? The only person that I can release Barney to is to his mother. You have to understand, when you've taken my boy, it certainly seems like he's a hostage. You can't blame me for making for me feeling like this is a bit of a threat. No, I don't blame you. I expect this of you. You don't know me. You don't know me at all. Neither does your son. But first things first is disguises before we can go into the front. (laughs) Finny says, I have disguises. Cut to dick skirts and furs. Skirts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like to keep it airy and stuff. And next to this, this kind of window, there is a string running through a hole and a little sign that says ring me fuck <laughs> tremolo just like with his dead eyes just stands there like what the fuck do i do now i don't want to ring anybody shit oh man kind of like that little part when the what is it a flute when that comes in whatever i love that man it gets real whimsy and adventurous real whimsy and adventurous hey what's going on i'm jay this is out of depth plays hackway heights an electric bashland rpg actual play podcast that's what you're listening to that's what you're watching right now all of that means is that we're playing electric bashland an rpg created by chris mcdowell and we are playing it in a setting that I invented called Hackway Heights. And uh, we're just playing the game, having fun, telling a story. We're on episode 11. There's only two episodes left counting this one. This is it. This is it. Don't be afraid. I know that if you have stuck with us for the first 10 episodes and you're listening to this episode right now, like you just binged one through 10 and this one started and you're going, who the fuck is this guy? that they just replaced Jay with. It, it is me. It is me. My voice has changed a little bit. I'm proud to say that I've gone through second puberty. And this is what <laughs> we're going to sound like going forward. And I think it sounds pretty good. I'm getting hair in other places that I didn't know wasn't supposed to have hair. Mostly on my shoulder blades. So that, that sucks. And your ears, right? Um, in my nostrils, <laughs> full of hair. I used to never see my nose hairs. Now they're always there, always there and gray. <laughs> it looks like I have boogers all the time. What do you do? What do you do? I was going to start this episode going straight into the action because I'm like, we've got to go. We've got two hours and another two hours. That's four hours left before these characters are done we're moving on to the next show, which we already have plans for. There will be an announcement soon. I can't wait to tell you all about what we're doing. Four 
hours left. I was going to jump straight into the action, but I can't. Some new information came to light that I have to share. I have to share now. It's super important. This is a first for us. It is a milestone moment for any actual play podcast, I think. We have a listener who is Gail's cousin, Sam. Sam Kimball out of the great state of Texas. Not only was Sam the first listener from Texas to listen to our show, representing the state well, he's also an artist. And he liked the show so much that he felt he needed to make some character portraits of our three heroes, Salty Sally Hill, Tremolo, and Nesbitt. They look amazing. For those of you listening online, it'll be in the show notes. You can go to patreon.com slash get out of depth and we'll have them there. You don't have to be a patron to, to see them. We'll have them up for free for everybody. Or you can go to our website, getoutofdepth.com. That's how we're driving traffic to the places we want you to be. That's how it works. And I'm just trying to be transparent about it. And just to say it out loud, like uh, like Jay said, we'll have the link in the descriptions. Um, but uh, Sam's art is at www.facebook.com slash blindoneart. Oh, man. There it is. Fan art. How's that feel? David, have you ever had like a character of yours rendered in an uh, artistic fashion? I think I think that's a first. I, I, yeah, I can't think of that ever happening before, especially in the uh, live action role playing uh, medium. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, it blew my mind. They look so good. They look so fun. They really capture a spirit. Yeah. No. <laughs> he clearly really listened very, you know, to, to the descriptions of each character. And, like, yeah, I, I was surprised how much I, I was like, yeah, that's cool in picture. Yeah, really cool. That's nailed it. Yeah. All right. Well, with that out of the way, thank you so much. Our eternal gratitude, Sam for the wonderful art. Thank you, Sam. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Guys, episode 11. When last we left off, Tremolo was inside Dick's skirts and furs and discovered that the dressing room was not the path that he wanted to take. <laughs> a lot of eggs were in that basket and they got crushed. <laughs> For a lot of episodes. For a lot of episodes. <laughs> so many episodes to get here. Uh, yeah. And I watched that train slowly crash throughout all of those episodes, knowing it was going to be a dead end, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a dead end. You all made it a dead end by not <laughs> ringing the bell. Yeah, it's our fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. You can still go there. It's fine. There is a parade going on for the death the memorial of Alderman Oglesby, who uh, you all actually saw get killed. You were there. As, as this parade is happening, Tremolo is trying to learn something about Dick Skirts and Furs to see if he can find another way to get in besides the pit, which you guys have established is a way you could possibly go. It's not looking great. Sally and, Tremolo, uh, Sally and Nezzy, you're across the street from Dick's Skirts and Furs scoping things out while Tremolo's the man on the inside. And when we last left off, a carriage was passing by with the seats on the top of this white and gold carriage. And in those seats were Anita Indigo and Nesbitt's son, Barney. And you can hear the crowd erupting 
because they know that that is Barney, the kid, whose disappearance, his kidnapping, captured the heart of the borough for the last 48 hours. 72 hours, maybe? My timeline's a little off right now, but they're all celebrating that he is back in good hands. And Nesbitt, there's something inside your heart that says that they're not so good hands. Oh, yeah. As the uh, carriage passes by, Nesbitt, do you have any impulses right now? Nesbitt's going to reach into his bag and he's going to pull out his tarot cards. And there's a card in his deck that he's kind of like always associated with Barney. And he's just going to kind of hold that. And he's trying to focus and just like, he's trying to will his son just to like make eye contact with him. I tell you what, Dave, you roll a D6 and I'll Mm -hmm. roll a D6. And if you roll higher than my D6, we'll see what happens. All right. It's a two. Unfortunately, fate is not in your favor. (laughs) You watch as Barney starts looking around, just looking at all these people. He looks a little uncomfortable, a little nervous to be on display like this. I don't think he was ever much of an extrovert, right? He was was a a tinkerer, Mm -hmm. liked to work on stuff inside. And you see him scanning, and just before he's about to look at that alley where you're at, you can feel his gaze about to meet yours. And Anita Indigo's arm wraps around him and squeezes him tight and points off in the distance, and he's not able to focus on you again. How does he look? Does he look physically fine? Does he look scared? Uh, you know, I mean, he looks he he the clothes he's wearing look brand new. He has a brand new nice coat brand new shoes. I mean, he looks very spiffy right now. Uh, yeah. He's got a, a very um, warm wool cap, little knit cap with a little ball on top, a little furry ball on top. As he's going to kind of exit the alley and he's going to start like trying to walk alongside of that float and he's just going to as he's walking alongside the float he's, he's, he's trying to catch his attention. He's <laughs> he, he's waving his arms now. Okay. Sally would have been watching Nesbitt this whole time like oh gosh this is Barney what is yeah. he gonna do she's gonna follow I I took her to be closer to where the parade was coming from I, I don't know uh, on that side of the building so I she's gonna try and catch up with Nezzy and keep him okay as you're watching Nezzy start to walk you see across the street in between the alley of Dick Skirts and Furs another building coming out of the shadow that's being cast by the, the sun you see that same little robot that led you all to the corridor in the underground stumble out and zoom its lens out back and forth. And it looks like it's looking right at you, Sally. And as you make contact with it, you see it. That's when Nesbitt crosses in front of your face and he starts to wave. Sally, what what would you like to do right now? So, so Barney has gone in front of us and we're kind of seeing through the crowd, this robot, or I am seeing through the crowd, this robot, but Barney's gone on, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and so, so the carriage has passed in front of you. You start to look back at Nezzy and as you're doing so, you see the robot mm-hmm. and then Nezzy passes in front of you okay, to catch grab, up to the carriage. I grab Nezzy to, and like putting his arms down, kind of clutching at him. Nezzy, no, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, I'm actively going to try and wiggle free of that. I, I'm, no. I'm trying to like. No, 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 no. I have to know if he's okay. I have to know. It's, it's, he looks okay. He looks okay. Okay, so she, she's going to have to call the authorities if she sees you. 
Okay, you can't go around waving your arms and look over there. And I point at the robot. She's flawed. Uh, I'm going to give like one last <laughs> wave, just pleadingly. I'm even, I'm going to yell. I, I am going to actually just say, Barney. Yeah. A lot of people are yelling Barney right now. You want to roll that D6 one more time? It's a one. Oh, man. I rolled a two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought it was really going to work. <laughs> you yell Barney this Not time. And it sally's holding you back the carriage is moving too far away i'm not i'm not mo- holding him back i'm actually letting us walk i'm just trying to get him not to wave okay. his arms so like i am kind of walking but i'm also trying yeah. to keep an eye on that robot sure and i'm like it's not moving look. it's staying in that spot nezzy look 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 and i stop him for a second just to see if he will look at it look at the robot the robot uh i don't know what to make of it why is it here it expects us to kill mr dick uh, what, you think it's actually going to help us do that? I don't know. Maybe. Well, my heart says I need to run after him and just... Why is she flaunting him in front of me, Sally? Why is she doing it's, that? She's just flaunting him in front of the whole town, Nessie. Not a, not in front of you. She wouldn't know that you're out here, though, she may guess. She's trying to show off what a good citizen she is well, or the way to get I... him back is still through Mr. Dick, so let's see. Yeah. Let's yeah, see yeah. what's up with this robot. Okay, okay, let's let's duck through, okay? Real real discreet. Can we find one of those gaps between gaps the marching between band the, and yeah. The, yeah, right. and the dancing girls and yeah. race across. As you do so, Tremolo, you are exiting Dick Skirts and Furs. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> yep. yes, I am. You see your friends coming across the street <laughs> hurriedly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Feel I'm free going... to acknowledge or not acknowledge them. It's up to you, really. I'm uh, I'm still in a really cool character right now. Right, Tremolo is. So he's still he's chilling out the door slowly. Whoa! What a parade! This is cool. Until he gets down the stairs and away from the door. I'm, I just pictured stairs out front. Uh, is that uh sure. yes or no? Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> and you guys are whatting after a robot? Sorry, I was trying to write something down that I forgot to write down. <laughs> they are they are you just see them coming across the street. They're rushing in between like a marching band and, a, at and me. the pep squad coming well they're not coming at you they're going towards an alley right next to the dick skirts and birds they they haven't even spotted that you've come out yet they're not even okay. looking at you cool so yeah so he's going like real slow like yeah well can't wait to wear my new skirt ah oh, cool <laughs> and then he starts to see them he's like oh it's gonna be the coolest skirt ever oh, uh, oh hh- hey guys guys oh oh chamelo chamelo and just wave him over and the three of us approach a robot that two of us met before Tremolo, this is the first time you've seen this it looks like one of those accordion cameras with legs little metal legs that it rocks side side to side on moving forward and it's turned its back to nezzy and sally and is walking deeper into this alleyway uh wait uh Robot, where are you, where are you going? What's going on? We were just scoping out Mister Dix to see if we could find a way to get to him. And the robot turns, looks at you, 
and continues going back. And you can see this metal grating about 15 feet away from where the robot is looking at you all. That's wide open. It's been opened up and it's now a gaping hole in the ground. And it's directly next to Skirts and Furs? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, is this the same robot that uh, took Prick? Or that was a different robot. That was it? a spider. That, that was a yeah. spider robot. But this is the same robot that led. It looks like the same robot that led you to the room where you lost right. Prick. Yeah. The right. trap. <laughs> right. This is a friend of yours? Uh, yes. Um, Tremolo robot. Robot Tremolo. He seems to be in quite a hurry. Yes. I think he wants us to take care of Mr. Dick. Because Mr. Dick hates robots. Oh. Yeah, no, terrible enemy of she robots. Nods her head exaggeratedly. As I'd never heard that about Mister Dick. It does oh. make sense, though. Yes, yes. Yes. So has has this robot like slipped into that hole? It is right at the edge, and there's just a drop, and it looks down, and then it looks up at you all, and its little lens kind of extends a little bit, and then mm-hmm. looks back down and extends a little bit. Is Mr. Dick down there? And it just kind of waddles back and forth. Oh, then no. Uh, can you, can can it, does it move <laughs> at all in, in a head moving shape or does it, is it seem pretty frozen just on the legs? Uh, like, can it move? Can it, uh, can it can nod? It, yes. No. Can it nod? Okay. So it's waddling back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to take a look down the hole, try and see what I can right. see. You look down the hole and it looks like a, uh, a sewer, like a access tunnel. Is it like just like a big, just uh, like a pipe or it's, it is more like a full tunnel that you could walk through? A full tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a concrete landing. Yeah. yeah. This could be very fortuitous. That was an absolute dead end upstairs. I didn't even Aww. get through the door. It, no, I had to. I had to uh, ring a bell to get someone to answer the secret passage or something. Did and you ring the bell? Well, I, what I, happened when you rang the bell? I didn't. Of course I didn't do that. You didn't ring. Oh, my gosh. No. It, that would have been madness. They no, that would have been madness. Uh, I like, that's just, that's just, no, we don't do that. We don't do that, Nessie. Okay, I did make I a like... very good friend. Uh, a nice chap was looking over the place and oh, uh, we talked for a good while. Uh, we didn't extend names to each other. Tremolo, oh, focus. There's bad. something <laughs> happening right now. I should go. No. no, you're right. I should not go get his name. Okay. Oh. Um, <clears throat> but all right, uh, all right. maybe this is a, a uh, an alternate way in. I, I sit down and do a like slow lower down into the tunnel. Okay. How? Yeah. How deep is it? I'm just kind of hanging there. Eight feet. Until, eight feet. You drop. Oh, okay. You drop about two and a half feet. Okay. And there's like it's kind of like a wet thud as like melted snow that's been draining through here has moistened the ground. Does it seem like uh, if we drop down here, we would not be able to climb back up? I mean, you could probably like do one of the, the old alley-oop, like mm-hmm. step in one another's hands and right. and get up there. Got it. Before I lower myself down, or not before I, before I let them lower themselves down, is there any doors or access points out of this tunnel? You see about 10 feet down from where you're standing, you can see another hallway. And there's another little robot that looks like it was made out of some old clock parts. Oh, hi. And it's just kind of whirring in place and it has these legs that rotate. Okay, I say lean to your left if you wanted me to go that way. It just walks down that hallway and (sighs) comes back out and looks at you. All right. 
thought it could just stay on one leg, but apparently not. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, come on down. Come on down. I'm going to quickly try and help Tremolo into his normal jacket if, if he would so like. And uh, uh, yes, your, your bag's pretty large, right? Yeah. I just, uh, will you hold this open for a moment and I jump in it and then <laughs> <laughs> you surround around and I come out like three beats. One, two, three. And then he pops out fully dressed, has all his shit. Monocle. Yeah. Monocle. <laughs> and I do, a, and I do a, a Batman swirl with my cape yep. so that it flitters out. And you jump I'm from back. the bag into the hole. You don't even yeah. land. And as you're as you're about to go through the hole, you do that spin looking back at Nezzy. Slow-mo. Nezzy descends. Ostrach. Nezzy's Ostrach. He's into. The- Nezzy checks his bag and makes sure it's like, oh, my, my, yeah, my cards are here. Oh, Everything's <laughs> folded. Wow. Folded in yeah. It's super neat and organized. It's more like, organized time. than it's ever been. You see some little dresser <laughs> drawers in there. Yeah. yeah. Every bag oh my gosh. is mockery. That's that so is wow. firing so many like pleasure centers in my head of like a little place <laughs> inside a bag. It's all organized. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I always love those cartoons where it was like, I love the idea of like Keebler elves inside a tree having like a house in the tree, like those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. Popping. All right. Yeah. I like to think time works differently in that bag for. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Nezzy, it's you and the robot that led you here are the ones who are still up here. I'll say to the robot, uh, do you want to come with us? Do you want to come down here? And it kind of shakes in your hand. And uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm going to try and go down in the hole with it. You drop down. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And you make it to the bottom. And you can see that Sally is already communicating with a second robot at a passageway just 10 feet away. Hey, boys, I think we're supposed to go this way. All right. I set the robot down and hurriedly join her. All right. You guys start moving down that corridor. And when you turn, it it's only the corridor only goes a few feet before you see a door. That looks like it's made out of a patchwork of different metals. Does this look just like the other door we <laughs> it's saw? Just like the other. It's it. It is not the same door. It's a different design, but it's the same concept. Yeah, it looks like the same. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hurriedly open that door. Okay. I'm gonna hold it open this time. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be helpful. <laughs> well, no, it's more that I don't know if they're angry with us. <laughs> So I'm not oh, going right. to okay. Well, because yeah. the other door did <laughs> shut behind us, right? The other one did shut behind yeah. us, yes. And we couldn't open it. Yeah. So I'm, I, I like hold the door open for Tremolo and then just kind of stand in the doorway. It could be a thing for these robots every time they're like, prove yourself. Get out of this <laughs> trap and then you something cool can happen. But like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that is yeah. what it's like. Well, and this is how I, we prove ourselves. We're not going to get trapped. Yeah. yeah, I don't have many more belongings to pretend are gods, so... Sure. Yeah. You all uh, open the door, and it's a very dark room. And you can see the glow of little light bulbs that are very dim. Like, very small, like, Christmas light-sized light bulbs. Still not enough. It's just very dim light in here. You're not sure how far deep it goes in. But you can hear that familiar sound of those cameras that watched you before. There's got to be another pathway to the pit. Like the last one, right? Hey, uh, Tremol, uh, hold open this door. I want to I go exploring for the, uh, 
just the yeah, like the parameters of this room, like where we are. Yeah. Yes, I'll hold the door. Thanks. Right. You're letting in just a little bit of light. Yeah. And you can you like what like make a left into the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of more moving clockwise. Hold your hand out, see. and you can feel like you know it feels like a can. But you know that it, it's a can shape, and it, it's probably a lens of another one of these cameras. You can just feel like a bunch of them on the wall. And as your hand touches it, it extends out and in. And you can hear more of them around your hand moving towards you, or kind of moving around you. Is there lights in here? Can't see. And I just keep moving around, kind of looking for lights, looking for a door or something. I'm going to pick up our robot friend again and uh, ask him, like, is there any way that you... You can make this bright. Do you know where there, there's a light source? It extends its lens into <laughs> the room. I'm going to follow where its lens is pointing. All right. So you enter the room. Sally's in the room. Tremolo, what are you doing? I'm holding the door like I was told. That one little clockwork robot that had, like, the wheels that that churned like a lo- locomotive... It, one of its feet is, like, stuck on your food. It's just kind of stuck in place. <laughs> oh, hello. I pat it. Very nice. <laughs> Are you helping me hold the door? <laughs> it marches forward about two feet and then turns back around and then lodges itself back on top of your toe. Oh, <laughs> uh, those are my toes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to talk to it like a like an infant. Yes. I like that. Those are my toes. <laughs> those are, my those toes. are daddy's and toes. Are you have cute toes too. And look, I got your toes. I got your toes. <laughs> so Tremolo looks back to see what's going on with everybody else. Yeah. Just to see if anything's changed in there. I know that they're trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, like Sally's we... leading the way, and Sally, you bump into something ahead of you. Is it more camera robots, or is it? No, it feels very big and very metal in front of you. Very solid. Make a dex because it's so sudden. Okay, okay. While she's doing that, Tremolo starts looking around the edge of the door to see if there's anything. Like, is it just a regular door frame? Or is there a connection point? Or something that if the door was closed, it might push on something. Things like that. You see like a hole in the frame in the corner. It's a hole in the top left corner. Like it would go up into the ceiling. You see that? It's about an inch in diameter. In the door frame. Yeah, like looking down on you. Mm -hmm. Right. So like the door frame, like if the door closed, it would cover this hole up. Yeah. Um, Okay. It's one of those. So what happened Seems with like it's one of those left. What happened with Sally? How about that roll, Gail? It was uh, an eleven, which is under my yeah. dex. Um, All right. So it hits you, and it's a kind of a surprise. It didn't hit you. It you walked into it. It hasn't moved, and you okay. almost fall back on your person. You just kind of bump into Nezzy, who's behind you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. There's something in front. Uh, I feel around on it. You said it's big and round, like bigger than me. It's t- yeah, it's bigger than you are. Okay. Uh, guys, guys, I I'm, I think that we might have to close the door 
if we want anything to happen. There's a, a hole up here in the door frame. I don't know if Nezzy might be tall enough to cover it and we see if that will do something, you know, cause a reaction. Or we just let the door close, but... All right. I... We'll, we'll, we'll close the door. Ways Is that what you want? Mm-hmm. Is that what you want, little robot? And the robot starts going into the room. Okay, here we go. Close the door. When you close the door, you hear kunk in the doorway, about in the spot where you saw that where you saw that hole. And now it's pretty dark. It's just like little glimmers of light. And then a row of lights in the ceiling start to illuminate the entire space. They start at the back and and they get closer and closer, lighting up more. And now you can see in front of you this giant hulking patchwork of steel rods and beams. And they're in a human shape, about eight feet tall, just massive blocky. And these steel beams are encasing an engine that looks like it pumps hydraulic pistons. There's legs, there's arms, there's a torso. And at the center of the body is what appears to be a glass enclosure filled with a cloudy liquid. And once the doors close and these lights come up, you start to hear this whirring, this whirring of an engine, and it starts to heat up. And this thing starts to shudder and move and shake. The glass enclosure at the center of this thing's chest, for lack of a better word, you see like lights inside of it start to flicker on and you can see that there are uh, several wires running through the liquid and they're connected to a small sea urchin oh my god Rick! <laughs> under the glass enclosure is what appears to be a speaker and it comes to life Octatron beckons his minions lead the charge against the monster Mr. Dick. <laughs> yes, yes, Octatron does. Uh, Prick, is, is that you speaking? Kneel before Octatron. Huh. Uh, I kneel. I kneel. <laughs> <laughs> and Gag brings Tremolo down too. Because I'm not sure if he'll pick up on what we're doing. <laughs> And you kneel, and it raises these huge arms that look like they could compact, you know, garbage cans. And he says, You will be the meaty front line against Mr. Dick, hater of machines. Octatron demands it. We are happy warriors in your fight, oh dear Octotron. We actually have some pretty cool plans we've been putting in place on how to kill Mr. Dick. I've heard of your plans. Every night. (laughs) Oh, is this the same pokey thing that... This is your friend, Nesbitt. It's my dearest friend in the world, yes. I'm sorry, I I didn't recognize you in there. You have me mistaken. I am your master. Your friend's a little dick. Give him a little power and see where it goes. <laughs> Straight to his pokey head. And you can see all these other lenses are looking at you. 
trying uh, to see what's going to happen. Mr. Octatron, can we get to Mr. Dick from here? You can get anywhere from here, Minion. Anyway. The underground connects to all. To all. Very nice. Okay. All right. I think we can hop down right into the pit from here. I think this is our opportunity. I think you're right. I think... <sighs> okay. I think you're right, and I think we can... I think we can, um... I think we can go down there, and, um, I'll try to use my, my steak thing. I take out my bloody steak and, and see if maybe we can make that armored guy go in after Mr. Dick. I mean, I think you might need to ask Optatron. Um, Optatron. Optatron, uh, what he wants to do, because uh, he seems to have some plans of his own. Oh, di- sorry, did you want us to go do the thing we were going to do first, and then you're coming in to clean up after we die? Prove your worth to me, and we will aid you. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's that's how these things work. Okay, yeah, let's go, guys. How do we ask for aid? We see all. That's pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> Nessie is going to cautiously approach, and he's going to like kind of touch the glass that's that's holding uh, Prick in. You see it like pump forward and lurch at you. Do not try and touch me, human. You have not been given permission. He's just on it. That's all, Your Honor. I was just the first servant of Octotron, and I, I miss him. Your names will be remembered when we take over the above. Will they? Do you know our names? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, you look like a Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second here. Uh, Of course I do. We, we met. Uh, a couple times. <laughs> this is that episode from SNL with Bill Hader and the. What's that name? Yeah, what's that name? <laughs> um, oh Mara, Tara, uh, Laura. <laughs> don't bother me with these questions. I know the name. Oh, okay, just making sure. Because you said you'd remember him. Right. I'm Sally. Yes. Tremolo. Right, Sally. Hey. And that you know was Nesbitt. oh my god yeah Sally yeah yeah and a uh, tremolo yes 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 very good minions <laughs> Nezzy stopped looking at me with that puppy dog face you remember my name <laughs> that's what I need to hear <laughs> that's what your I name is minion now whatever you say prick. Beyond this door is the access point of the premium industrial transport tunnel, otherwise known as the pit. You will be able to access Dick's skirts and furs. I pray that you all are successful in your journey. And if we need your help, we we just ask? I mean, we'll know. We, have, <laughs> we can't tell you everything that we have going on right now. A lot of, we have a lot of irons and a lot of fires. Like how you knew our names? Right. Right. Just trust in Octotron. Okay, Octotron. Trust in Octotron. Of course, Octotron. Through that door. (laughs) I start heading to the door. Yes. 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 (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Just clunkily turn around. Be seeing you. (laughs) 
I really like your voice, Mr. Octachan. Let's hope we get this hammered down this week. <laughs> because next week, Jay might not be able to do this voice again. <laughs> no, that's the voice. <laughs> Make sure you pre-record all your responses. Oh, I got to do a lot of work tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> You're gonna have like awkward responses from yeah, you fake. Just have to have a switchboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's next, dude. Switchboard with a bunch of different. <laughs> oh responses. man. All right, you guys start making your way towards another door. All these lenses are looking at you, Nezzy. You look back at Prick in this giant suit, Octotron, and you see its left arm twitch like it's about to raise it, and then it lowers it back down again. Tremolo grabs Nezzy's hand. Let's go, Nezzy. Come on. Nezzy raises his left hand towards it as he leaves. You all exit this corridor and make your way into the premium industrial transport tunnel. And just down the street, you can see the same warehouse, the same loading bay that belongs to Dick's Skirts and Furs. everybody before we get to the rest of this episode i just wanted to take a minute to ask for your support gail and i really love making this podcast and we really love playing with our friends and telling stories and all the stuff we've been doing on youtube and if you're listening at home and thinking you'd like to give us a little token of appreciation you absolutely can just open up another tab and go to patreon.com slash get out of depth and you can lend us a hand monetarily we're trying to make our content here better while paying any artists that we have involved. Any money made from the Patreon, it goes back into the production of content like this show. So if you head over to patreon.com slash getoutofdepth, you can help us make all of this stuff better. And we don't have much to offer other than the product you're listening to now and our eternal gratitude, but who knows, as support for our content grows, so shall our capacity to reward those who've given us a hand and you can be a part of that by going to patreon.com slash get out of depth and signing up for any tier that you feel comfortable with thank you all so much for listening this far holy shit and uh now that we've gotten all of this stuff out of the way let's get back to the rest of the episode doing again we were going through the door oh that's right you guys went through a door yes you went through a door and you guys see the entryway to dick skirts and furs loading bay that you all saw sally and nezzy you've been here before does gravity shift when we're entering this area you exit the door the door closes and when you turn around it's just a brick wall oh Uh, oh my gosh they really are everywhere 
The underground's crazy, guys. Are we exactly where we were before? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that Octatron's voice? <laughs> he's, not even, he's not even here. Like, underground's crazy, y'all. It depends. Tremolo, if you have your helm on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I put everything on. Yeah. Underground's so, yeah. crazy, y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Am I gonna? Oh man, I don't know if I want to continue with that. I don't know if I want to be like Octatron providing commentary to (laughs) Tomorrow. I don't want to commit to that idea, really. Yeah. (laughs) Solid hit, dude. Nice. Way to go. (laughs) Throw the bomb now. (laughs) Oh, that'll be great. I was like, no, I don't think I want to. No, throw the bomb now. (laughs) So now that we are um, away from all of that, was that that was a little reminiscent that robot it seemed a little reminiscent from what you uh the encounter you said that you had nezzy is yeah, that... that that's that's the robot i i think that has to be the exact same robot that we followed and led us to the encounter where i had to no i'm talking about the large robot that your friend is now embodying that you saw a robot get into a fight with a <laughs> frog person or something? Uh, d- did it remind me of a Bermidian? I didn't get that impression, but maybe it did. Uh, the way you described it before, right? That yeah, there was a... like I forgot about the glass. It's so, been so long. So it was it. a lot of different parts, but now that he has said that, you can remember certain little elements that looks like they've been scrapped and reused. Oh, snap. Okay. Oh, so snap. yeah, I... I need you to say that because Tremolo was thinking. <laughs> so <laughs> Tremolo was thinking that, that was a Bromidian. That, that those were pe- that these were from the future. Like you saw, you saw people fighting robots from the future. That meant that our us helping these robots was going to destroy the whole world. And that's why that person was that person was fighting Prick, and it was from the future or something. That's what. I started to think because the description was so much like the description of that other robot. But you're saying that it's a uh, scrap. Well, now Nezzy's thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> now David's thinking that. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, it, it didn't look like the same one, but it looked like. So the original Bermidian. It wasn't the same shape. It had, it looked like it was a lot more. Thrown together. A lot more mechanical. Yeah. Thrown together, oh. but it looked like it was a, uh, there was more like you could see it wasn't solid. Like you, there were spots where you could see through it. It was like cagey as opposed to like a solid suit. Interesting. So it's a big, big creature. So like but it looked frame. like it almost could have been a prototype almost to what I saw. Potentially. Maybe. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, that might be something that goes through your head. Yeah. Or a cheap okay. copy or. A, yeah. Either you think it's a prototype or you think they've repurposed it. But I think either right. way is is acceptable. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, there were quite a quite a bit of similarities. I mean, here, take a look for yourself. Oh, yeah, you don't have it anymore. Yeah, I don't have it anymore. You gave it yep. to Aesop. Yeah, I gave it to Aesop. Oh, that's right. It did look like that. I mean, if I remember correctly, you look for that magazine, and it's that like Spielberg yeah. that they hear from like uh, Back to the Future. Uh, that little <laughs> like something magical just happened. One of those amazing <laughs> tales, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to unravel the mysteries of these Bromidians, though. We 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 need to take out Mister Dick and get 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 our names cleared today. We just need to. So we just knock on that door over there. 
Uh, well, Sally seems to have a stick that can take control of mines. I think that might be uh, the best way to enter at this point. All right, but 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 it didn't work on you, remember, Nizzy? So we need a backup. All right, uh, which the 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 gasoline was on one side of the entrance, right? Yeah, it's to the left. To the left. Are we on the left side of the entrance, or are we on the right side of the entrance, or are we right in front We're, of it? Never mind. You're in front of it. You're in front of it, looking at it. Looking at it. Okay. Are there people that can see us? Do we need to hide? <laughs> Uh, I haven't done that this episode yet, okay. but <laughs> no, it's actually very quiet down here. Okay. You think a lot of, you know, it, it would stand a reason that everybody's really busy with the parade and what's going on upstairs. Yeah. All right. We do have, okay. So we do have a key card. Uh, I don't know if the key card that you have, Nezzy, would work for any doors in and out of the tunnel but we could try that on the door and other than that we have to knock or if they've okay. been loading in boxes maybe you know they don't have people coming up it's possible it's not locked it's possible that we need to get the key off of someone else down here you can see windows and that the lights are off it's dark in that that room the loading bay what kind of range do you even have on on your mind control sally can you see if you can Take control of them from here. How far away was the guy in the car that I first used this on? Maybe fifteen feet. Yeah, I was thinking maybe twenty or thirty, but even and then. how far? How far away? Can, can we see the? Can we see the guy in the armor? Is he? Is he around? No, like it's it is dead it's quiet. Out there. There's nobody here, yeah. and like uh, the windows to the loading bay are dark. It it seems like All nobody's right. working right now. All right, I'm gonna sneakily try and approach. Right. Wait, wait, wait! wait. I have style. one question. I have one question what? before we go in, Nessie. Do you trust Prick? I trust Prick, but I, I'm not totally sure that what we were talking to was Prick. Do you trust Octatron? Do I actually hear that? <laughs> Octatron you just asked. That. <laughs> Octatron just asked if okay. uh, you trust Octatron in my radio. That creeps me out. <laughs> so. uh, no, that doesn't happen, but yeah. <laughs> Do I want it to happen? I don't know. I'm going to keep fucking with it. If I, if I tell myself it's not commit, a thing, man, commit. To either you can or you can't. I'm gonna I roll a to die. Know. I'm gonna leave it up okay, to fate okay, okay. whether or not he's gonna pop on in. <laughs> Say that. Uh, let's go evens. Evens. He is totally gonna be in Tremolo's ear. Odds. Uh, I'm gonna stop doing that joke. Do you trust Octatron? <laughs> uh. uh Octatron just asked if uh, you trust Octatron. In my radio. The answer, the answer is yes. Uh, we do. <laughs> Octatron um, hears all. <laughs> of course we trust Octatron. Alright, guys. Uh, I need you to hide while I go scope out up in the offices, okay? Okay, just just hide behind something in case somebody comes in. And I'm gonna scurry up. Um, Tremolo just puts his cape up and sits down like a like a blob in a shadow. No, no Tremolo, get behind something. something. I, I'm okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm going to across the street. By the way, Nathan, we had a friend in college. Shout out to David, who literally made a cape for hide and seek so that he could just sit next to trash cans in the shadows and nobody could see that he was there. And it would 
effing work. And it yep. totally worked. <laughs> really? No idea. Oh, yeah, yeah it was crazy. Strategy? Yep. No one was ever like, I'm going to check under We may have been inebriated, fabric. but no, it totally okay. worked. No, no it's he, like he'd get in a shadow because, I mean, we would do it at night and there'd be these hard shadows around. There's a black so, cape. And it was, yeah. yeah. It was like a little off black, like no, it was like, like it was, yeah. Wasn't it like a really dark purple? Or but it was like perfect. That? It was it, perfect. And it he so said, well. like, hey, this is going to work. And we all laughed at him. And it totally, it totally worked. Did. And it I know totally you worked. all may have been inebriated, but I wasn't. And wait, I wait, wait. Did yeah. he tell you it's going to work? And then you were the one trying to find him and you could, still couldn't well, figure it out? Well, I mean, we were all playing yeah. hide and seek. Yeah. But yeah. like, I was, I think he got it from the costume shop. It was yeah. just like, I'm going to do this. This looks like the perfect, this is the plan. And I was like, yeah, okay, we'll see. Whatever. I mean, he was very <laughs> conspicuous when running. But I mean, yeah. there was a guy running around a suburb with a <laughs> with a cape. That's you know even what I mean? Impressive but... that he could be that still. I know I'd be under this cape and I'd just be like squirming. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, what's this billowing thing? All right. So uh, I thank bet you. you're that terrible was... at hide and go seek. <laughs> yeah, I'm never oh, one. Okay. That was uh, that was Jay's way to say that Tremolo's idea was amazing. Uh, it was amazing. It was, it was, he got yeah. called out, so but he just Sally was looking at this little boulder that's sitting in the middle yeah. of the entrance and going, "No, yeah, you don't even need to roll. <laughs> you need to be beside the trash can, is what she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just get beside the trash can. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna seek a familiar hiding space, and I'm gonna chill out next to this uh, this gas tank. All right. Okay. And when you look right. down, you find Tremolo is right beside you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna poke around with my tarot cards as I'm, I'm waiting for Sal. And Gail, what are you doing? You're going towards the door. I'm going towards the door that apparently leads deeper inside. All right. Just to go to the, so there's like a door, up. and then there's like a bay door, a big wide bay door for the loading truck, and then there's just like a regular person entrance door um regular person yeah. did you say there's windows that there's you windows in this the... door the 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 regular person door okay has like s- a big window i, I want to sneak in or not sneak, sneak a peek in sorry i'd like to go ahead and go inside please i'm, like, I'm just gonna go <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah sure peek in. i'm inside two rooms over uh <laughs> can i just go ahead and kill mr dick yeah i'm just gonna yes. go ahead and kill mr dick real quick. No, yeah, yeah. oh, <laughs> like oh okay. the boy, boy oh we're done with that now. behind me <laughs> 11 episodes and all you had to do is just say we kill him we kill him it's done all right so you go up to the door you you can peek in you can see everything's very still inside there's some crates you hear like the gentle sloshing of waves oh interesting um i I would like to slowly try to open the door to see if it's if it is locked or not it is locked yes i would like to peeks up try the bigger door one second, Izzy. I know what I'm freaking doing. I've done this before. Right. I reach into my bag to see if I can find my lockpicks. Okay. I have to roll a d6. <laughs> and you have to get a what? Uh, what are we going to say? What? Are, it's a one in six Oh, chance that's right. We, we, we make it up, right? You, yeah. you, you, you got to name a number? Yeah. Nathan, name the number. One through four. six. You got to roll four. 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 Alright, this is my four leaf clover one. Oh man, when it fails it's gonna be sad. Oh it's a two. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't need locked. Try the I loading just... dock door. Trombolo, I swear. <laughs> <sighs> is there a way to see so looking through the little window, do I also see behind the loading dock door? You can kinda see in and uh now that you're like really looking in to try and figure something out. You're looking at, and you can see these figures 
And if you recall, the knight was being assisted by robots. He was yelling at them, put your backs into it. You never know what it's going to be like to have blood pumping through your veins, he yelled. Uh, do I see controls for the loading bay door? It's one of those, like, chain deals. Okay. I would like it's to on the inside. On the inside, on the other side? So they have to let me in. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to knock on the or door. Or you could break the glass in this window. I mean, it's it's up to you. How big, a, how big of a window? Because it's like, I could... Eh. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty big. I mean, you could do it. I can do it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to break the glass in the window. Are you sure? <laughs> no. Are you doing it? Are you doing it? Octatron wants to know. <laughs> Octatron would like to know, are you going to break that window? <laughs> um, can you tell him to tell those robots to let us in? I don't think he can hear. Well, I mean, he hears all of us, so you just ask him. Octatron, can you tell those robots to let us in? Super busy right now. Hang on. <laughs> super busy. Just wait a minute. <laughs> Prove your worth, minion. Uh, he wants he wants you to prove your worth, minion. Useless. <laughs> His Useless. words, not mine. All right. Fine. I break the window. All right. You crack the window. When you do, you can hear that the the wave sloshing. Mm-hmm. And in the distance, you can hear the sound of like really loud music, just like way off in the distance, hidden behind somewhere. Okay. It's not from inside this room. It's somewhere mm-hmm. even further away. Like, it's the, you know, like if you're in an apartment building, it's like in a different apartment. Yeah. All right. I'm reaching through to see if I can unlock the door. Yeah, you can totally do that. All right. You unlock the door. Open it. Uh, go in. Okay. Robot. They're, they're powered down. They're not doing anything. They're still. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. Sorry. I thought that they were walking around doing stuff. No, no. They're just. Do Tremolo. I see the source of waves real quick? <laughs> I was going to say Tremolo pats Nezzy on the back. She's in! And starts <laughs> running, <laughs> scampering up to the door. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is not how this works. Nezzy, what are you doing? So I'm, I've kind of been working on wiggling the gas tank as close to this back door as possible now that no one's around. <laughs> so while Gail is like doing this, this like sneaky, I'm going to re-edit Junk. this. So that you can hear in the background. <laughs> yeah, except that I did a real strong like, so it didn't make. Oh, much. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, make a. <laughs> yeah, make a make a strength check, bro, with your shot ass arm. Let's see what happens. Yeah, my strength ain't great. I think it's yeah. the lowest stat of anyone's anything. So. The twelve. And your strength is a nine, maybe. It's an eight. It is an eight. Uh, you don't even move it. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> like, it doesn't go anywhere. It. You've no. been trying this whole time and it hasn't budged. Tremolo, Tremolo could have moved that <laughs> if you would have asked him for help. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when Nezzy struggles, he'll, he'll give him a, uh, a little help here. Does anybody know how strong Tremolo is? Uh, Tremolo is really strong. I but I mean, like, so. do your characters know oh. how strong he is? I don't so. No, because I think the only time you used it, we weren't even there. So. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even know. You know, I mean, when there he picked is. that woman up, he didn't think about it. You know, yeah. he just did it. He was like, oh, I need to put her over there. There you go. 
<laughs> like, you know, it's funny think about get, his size, you know, I get the feeling that it one because we worked in a prison that was also like a, a, nur- a plant nursery. And <laughs> I get the feeling that there was one time where like when Tremolo and Sally were first meeting, like she was moving like all these big bags of soil or something like that. And at one point, a bunch of them ended up moved and she's like. How did, how did that happen? And it was Tremolo, and she had no idea. He was like, oh, I'll just tell you. know." But she's a great never, little flashback. never put two and two together, yes. That's a great little flashback of like, <laughs> if only we could move this gas tank. And then you flash back to like a time when Tremolo just like hulking moved like two bags of <laughs> soil. soil. Yeah, Nezzy's pretty proud though. He's like, I can do it! I can do it! <laughs> I'm gonna tip it over. We'll roll it. We'll roll this big tank of gas. <laughs> Shoot. Oh my god! All right. So Tremolo is coming after you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So He's Sally, you're scampering to the door. You're in the in the, and then you guys can see, um, Nezzy like trying to move the the barrel. Nezzy, what and are you doing? And you can see, like, his shoulders kind of giving out where he got shot. Nezzy, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Just trying to stay fit for uh upcoming battle here. Stop okay. playing with the gas. Let's go. Okay. You know, are we that's sure we don't a... want to get this real close to the door? That's not a bad idea, though, but at least for our exit. Do you... Does anybody have a match or something that sets fire? I have uh, two bombs. Well, that would... Would, your, would your ray gun... Um, it... Ignite stuff, or do you know? I have no idea. My I, my pistol is a flint lock pistol, mm. so um, I could just uh, fire it dry. If we can douse Mister Mister Dick in this gas, I mean, that Muppet's going to go up and smoke. All right. Well, first of all, douse douse around here, around the area that leads, and and if we need to get away, we could set it all on fire behind us to to run away down the pit. Okay. We gotta have a plan for getting out of here, okay? And then that'll get rid of some of the gas so that it's easier to lift and and take with us inside. Do you you need help lifting that, Nezzy? Ah, Tremolo, I I gave this a try. I'm not sure if you could. Where do you want the barrel to be, exactly? I mean, I I think ideally we'd like it right by the bay door there, but... Okay. Like I said, it's it's pretty heavy. (laughs) It's pretty heavy. He goes and picks it up. (laughs) Make the strength roll, because I would love for you to fail this. After all that. D, 3d6? 3d6, and you're trying to get under your strength score, which I believe is a 13. 13, yeah. 13. All right, ah. yeah. You got it. You guys watch as, as Tremolo lifts up the barrel. And so he does a little grunt. <laughs> <laughs> a little lint ball pops <laughs> A little lint ball, no. Uh, a little callback to Oboe's yeah. poopy, poopy pants episode. Travolo <laughs> kind of waddles back and forth with this one leg at a time. You get it there. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess because I'm, you know, there has to be a platform. So he gets it up on the platform. Basically, he has to get it over his head to get on the platform and then just pushes yeah. it sure, the rest man. of the way. Yeah. Uh, However you want it to be is how it is. Yeah. Tremolo, I need you to be a bruiser on the ink ball course with me someday. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Yes. I could have used you so much in so many jobs. 
Oh, those days are behind me. Those days are behind me. Those days are behind me. Okay. What are we doing? <laughs> yes. First of all, spray spray some of this around. Just just right. a little bit. I'll start. Of it. I'll start dousing yeah. dousing around yes. the exit. I'm going to and then I'm going to step go... away from that because I am an absorbent material. Uh, so he like slinks inside to get away from the gas. I want to take a you, look. You, not you a fan all see the smell of cheap wine is now covered up with the smell of gasoline as Tremolo <laughs> slinks away. All right, you guys cover this loading area with gas. When Tremolo comes in, he sees the robots and he sneaks over to the robots and touches them and says, we will help you. Okay. They look like they're off right now. They're, turn- yeah. they're turned off right now. I'm... How do we turn uh, them on? I, I don't know. Why don't you look for switches? I'm going to look for entrances and exits, okay? I think Octotron uh, okay. will probably turn them on if we need them. Well, I asked, and he said I, we had to prove ourselves, so I guess we got to prove that we can figure it out. So, uh, Tremolo is looking for a way to make himself taller <laughs> to be able to not just check their legs out. <laughs> um and be able to, to look for switches. That's oh, what there's a switch on the back, on the left shoulder blade. So it looks like a giant be, light switch. He needs to be able to, I'm guessing, because these are actual uh, human height. Point, yeah, yeah. If you point it out to Sally, she'll do it. She's just Oh, no, he's doing around. this while you're looking around. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, okay. So right. he's, if there's a, something for him to move over so that he can get higher and be able to reach it, then that's what he's doing. Yeah, there's... um. There's uh, some wooden boxes that you're able to move. Some old used crates. Great. And you power them on. And they look kind of like crash test dummies. They just kind of stutter step around. And they don't, they, I mean, they don't do anything. They just stand there, but they're on. Is there an entrance or exit besides the one that we just came in? All right. So, Sally, now that you're looking around, you can see... There is a glass window that runs the length of this loading bay uh, right next to the ceiling, right? It's about three feet from the, the wall to the ceiling is window, and it is completely filled with water. And there's like a starfish stuck up to the side of one of these glasses. Is there any way up there to like look more closely at it? There's no like walkway up there. It just, just happens to be waterway up there. You could find a ladder, yeah. Do you want to find a ladder? Yeah, just put a ladder up there, and right. and subtly peek in. I my my suspicion is that this is where Mister Dick spends most of his time, actually, but um, most of his leisure time. But I don't know that, so I'm peeking. You climb this ladder, and as you're getting higher up the ladder towards the glass portion of the wall, you start to hear that music, as if it's coming through the underwater. It's so loud. And it's this cloudy water, and you can see bits of, like, kelp and sea snails. Mm-hmm. And you're you're kind of scanning around, like, trying to figure out what the hell is this exactly. And then off in the distance, you're not really sure how far it goes, depth-wise, like, away from you. You see a splash as this large figure drops into the water, and you see Mr. Dick completely naked. And he's swimming about in the water and then goes back up to the top. And you can hear the echo of his laughter. Okay. I I get back down. Gosh, this is such a strange 
thing. <laughs> he's he's skinny dipping in front of a window in front of his loading bay of robots. Like, this is a power trip I don't understand. <laughs> but, uh, and I don't see any anything that leads to that area that, other than it's glass. That area, you just see the glass window. There is an exit to this room. There's two exits. Yeah. There's one that looks like it runs along a, uh, like a conveyor belt that these mm. crates get shipped down. Yeah. And then there's another one that kind of goes to the left. Can I ask for a little clarification? Yeah, brother. The So it's a window that you're looking at and then you see this tank? Or is this glass part the glass of the tank? is the tank, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm kind of scurrying real quietly back down. Guys, guys, Mister Dick is up in that water. Up. Is he He's alone? skinny dipping. I think so. It looked like he was alone in the water anyway. Well, fortune's blessings. He sounds like he's as vulnerable as can be. Tremolo turns around and he's. I don't know. You know, Jay, help me here of what weapons he found, but he's given each robot a weapon of some sort, whatever he was able to find around there, like a wrench or a... Yes, a wrench. <laughs> a pipe. <laughs> Great. A pipe wrench. A crowbar. A crowbar. Great. And yeah. so how many robots are there? Four. Four robots. So if we can find something hot enough, we could try and break the glass and that would make him fall out and get hurt pretty bad. But I'd really love to just like electrocute the water. Yeah. Tremolo, I mean, would that you, do it? Can you bring the can you bring the full barrel in here? Can you? Uh, the yes, the the gas barrel. You yeah. didn't spray gas around the barrel, did you? For sure. Yeah, that totally happened. <laughs> well, Nancy's face. I'd rather not get that all over me. <laughs> well, it's it's lighter now, so maybe I can carry it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why don't you go try that, Nancy? Right, so uh, I'm going to roll at advantage now, correct? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Tremolo no. and Sally have already, like, resigned themselves to figuring out which door they want to walk through. Yeah. And you hear Nezzy in the background. Go ahead and roll. What's up? 14. You hear Nezzy go, <laughs> My back! <And> then, <laughs> My whole back! <laughs> My whole back! Nezzy, 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 are you okay? Almost got it. <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. Let me... It's the fumes. The fumes got to him. So, what what are you wanting to do it with it in here, Nezzy? Let me maybe maybe oh, get a close to Dick, and once we get him out of that tank, I want to make him wet with something else. Well, first, let's see if we could get him out of the tank. So, what do we? What, how thick did the glass look? I mean, it's one thing for me to great break the the glass that was in the door how thick does this glass up there look i mean it would have to be carrying gallons and gallons and gallons of water so it's yeah. pretty thick like i, I mean we're gonna need something i could shoot it with my pistol i could shoot it with my ray gun even better okay <laughs> okay okay all right all right all right now he's gonna be really really wet so that's really hard for the the diesel of the fire to really Yes, if we think about cause and effect, we will have um, an ocean of water spill through here and wash most of your hard work, Pat Pat, to <laughs> wash your hard work away. My gas. <laughs> My gas. Yeah, I think we need something else. Uh, let's see, okay. Uh, if you, your electricity idea might do a little something for sure. Uh, what? It? Okay. But I don't, I don't know. 
But, yeah, you know, I don't, I guess I don't we, know exactly. We look around for any electrical stuff here. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the world. There's not a lot of, like, easy access to that, right? Yeah, yeah. Do I have a cattle prod in my back? <laughs> <laughs> Can I roll for it? <laughs> I will say this. Okay. The fact that you said cattle prod, mm-hmm. because you're an agricultural saboteur. Yes. I'm going to let you try to roll for it. Okay. What's the... What, what number am I going for? David, pick a number between one and six. Six. Gail. Oh, it was a one. It was a one. No <laughs> cattle one. prod. No cattle prod. Oh, I had this really great cattle prod, but I lost it <laughs> at my, my 23rd job. All right. Um, my 23rd that job. Okay. I think we just got to go in and see what we can find. All right. Uh, you got these, these, you got the robots on. Um. Hi, robots. Yeah, you turn around and there's like four robots completely still now with weapons. <laughs> you all. Hi, robots? Hi. Yeah, they look like the robots from Bill and Ted's bogus journey that are built at the end of the oh. movie. The fake Bill and Ted's. <laughs> but the good, the good the robot good asses? The good yeah, okay. ones. The ones that they get stationed to build in the back yeah. of the van. Yeah. Okay. For anybody who remembers Bill and Ted's bogus journey, Who's the that? superior of the bill and ted films according to kai at least according to good taste yeah <laughs> all right fight me <laughs> kai loves that movie kai loves that movie he is seven <laughs> <laughs> so what would you like to do I'm, I'm trying to talk to the robots and see if they respond oh they don't speak oh, well i mean do they look at me like do they turn yeah, to me or they, just they hold there? up the they start like pumping their fists with the weapon right right Lead the revolution. Okay. Can you point to the door that takes us to Mr. Dick? Yeah. They totally point to the door that goes kind of left, uh, not the one that goes down the conveyor belt path. All right, boys. I think they're with us. Yes. The- All right. So- is now the moment I, I take out my ray gun. I, I think, yeah, I think it's time to be locked and loaded. And I take out my stake. So, <laughs> so, uh, so are we, we're going... To, are we going after the tank, trying to to wash him down here to us into our grasp, and we tear into him, or no, are we uh, doing any stealth stuff? Because right now it sounds like we're you, you, we're you've not, got all of us on the edge. I'm about to throw a bomb, so, so, so <laughs> it's about to get real bomby in this motherfucker. Okay, so he he's in he's in the tank right now. He swam out of it, but yeah, he's, apparently I mean, he's like jumping and diving and stuff. I think yeah. um, he's having but, a cool time. Yeah, he's having poor time. Is there anywhere elevated that we can like kind of stand on so that this wave doesn't like wash us away? There's, I mean, the Sally would know. There's has to be enough water in there that this whole place gets wrecked. Yeah, like it's it's all it's all gonna be gone. And like Tremolo said, there goes all of your there your your diesel, like all of it. All right, so he's, here's all the guests. All right, I'm gonna see if I can go stealthily through the door. But I want you all to be ready in case somebody comes running through to take care of them. But we got to be quiet. We got to go one at a time, boys. We're not going in guns blazing, but we're not. But but we're going in is what I'm saying. Who who out of us? It, is it <laughs> dexterity that helps us sneak? Is that yeah, Sally? That would be Sally. That is Sally. OK. OK. So cover me, but be real quiet and be be behind cover. All right, uh, I'm going to go to that door and yeah. slowly see if I can open it. It opens. As soon as you open it, you're in a long hallway. Mm-hmm. 
you're at the end of a long hallway and there's immediately a door to your left mm -hmm. and then there's a long hallway that extends opposite of that Are there any that more long doors? hallway is going the same direction that the conveyor belt pathway would have gone okay. this door looks like it would line up with under where under mr dick's that's what i was thinking pool is okay. i i kind of give a big okay sign behind me but not don't say anything and then i'm gonna go into that Left door, same thing, very yeah. slowly turn. You go to that door, see. and it's like a wooden ship door that has a porthole in it. <laughs> and through it, you can hear, like, music blaring. It sounds like parade music. Ooh. Oh, listening to that, yeah. to it on the radio, probably. Yeah, marching band music would so, probably be folks. the term, <laughs> right? Is yeah. parade music a genre? <laughs> yes. Okay. For, for marching bands. <laughs> Word. Okay. okay, so marching okay. band music is what is <laughs> being heard. <laughs> you can hear so, it muffled in the distance. But, so there's a porthole. Can I look through it? Yeah. And what do I see? You see like a pair of stairways that wind upwards. It's like a, almost like a lobby. Do I see any like lights, lamps? Yeah, there's there's like a, there's a dim lamp that's mm -hmm. lit. And then there's a picture frame on the wall opposite of this door of a mock shark has gray bun hair and little glasses and uh lipstick and blush and this old uh sweater and underneath it is a little nameplate that says nana dick nana dick all right uh is is anybody in there in this little lobby no uh all right so i kind of get back out and i wave the boys to to follow while she was doing that nezzy one track mind as he is was like oh gas and he ran over and he pumped a little gas into prick's prick's empty jar oh i like that up. so you have like a you have a mason jar of gasoline you know yeah. for afterwards a little right. <laughs> little right. party yep uh <laughs> post murder gas uh -huh. huff sesh yes yeah there you go tremolo's talking to the robots um we're going to go down here and look for Mr. Dick. You guys stay here. Okay. Um, yep. The mission is kill Mr. Dick. Um, but you just stay here for right now. Okay. And they stay completely still. Good call. V Viva revolution. And there, <laughs> you just hear like it <laughs> as they pump their, their fist. All right, we're going in. What are you doing? Going in. Like once I see them start to approach. I hold the door open, but I also start opening the lobby door. You go to the open this door. I need you to roll a dex check to stealthily make your way into this lobby. The dex check. The dex check of all dex checks. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She rolled a 29 I know, I on 3d6. The door explodes. Exactly a 15. Three fives. Cool. Which wow. is exactly my dex. Wow. <laughs> I had to double check. I was like, are any of these sixes? Your dex <laughs> is ridiculously high. Wow. <laughs> Fortunately. So it seems like the highest roll we've seen. We should have found more reasons to use that. <laughs> yeah. Right. I just used it for acrobatics and cartwheels and stuff. <laughs> I think the most that she ever uses, she's like, I want to flip off the carriage back into the carriage. Mm-hmm. No dramatic, like nothing's happening. She's nothing's just like, happening. I want to go from into the carriage that. to out of the carriage. Yeah. Okay. There's some cartwheels and stuff in episode one, and then yes, 
There were so some kind of those. So I got tired of that. Yeah. <laughs> cool air acrobatics. Yeah. Jay began to stop narrating that stuff. Um, uh, remember that, Jay? Young and naive in episode one. Yeah, before your second puberty. Yeah, before second puberty. Uh, he didn't even like girls then. Playing Nintendo. Really? <laughs> no, Gail, it's a bit. <laughs> It's a bit. Just a gag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's why I said so, Oh, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> what are we doing, man? We're about to die. Is what yeah. We're, doing. So yeah, we're, we're having some fun. We know. Well, it's all, okay. we know it's all downhill. Let's go. Let's all go. Right. What do we got? Okay. Let's do this. Let's rock it. You open the door. Very quietly, you sneak into this lobby slash memorial for Nana Dick. There are two stairwells that are spiraling up. And you can hear the splashing of water and clearly the sound of a radio. Massive speakers playing what has to be the memorial to Alderman Oglesby. And the music hits a crescendo once you get into this room. And then it goes quiet. And you hear an announcer say, and now a word from Anita Indigo. And you start to hear the crowd roaring. You hear Mr. Dick furious. You hear like a a wet uh, hit a wall somewhere. (laughs) And uh, you hear the sound of another voice. I told you that Anita Indigo, she's going to make that announcement today. I knew it. And that's the sound, sort of. Oh, God. That is the sound of the the night. (laughs) From the other day, whose voice is not quite with me today. Um, It's like, that's a little close to Mr. Mr. Dick's voice, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, like, I was like, Once, "Oh, it's it's Grandpa Dick. He's still I know, Grandpa. I was like, oh, he's his brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Jesus. Okay. So, you hear the sound of this guy yelling. Here it comes. Listen up. And you hear Anita and go come up over the radio. Are you are you all staying in the lobby? Or are you starting to like creep I'm, up? I'm starting to. I'm starting to creep up the stairs. Okay. Um. And actually, I point them to go to the other stairs. Oh, a little and, pincher, little yeah. pincher action. Okay. Yeah, I'll but follow I'm tra- that. I'm I'll start to... up the other stairwell. Sure. I'm trying to go up first, I guess you could say. Okay. You start to make your way up, and you can hear Anita Indigo saying, Ladies and gentlemen, Alderman Oglesby was a friend of mine, a compatriot, a companion, an unparalleled legislature, and his loss affects all of us. His loss leaves a hole that needs to be filled. And as the tireless, tireless legislature that he was, leader among Hackway Heights, leader among the city of Bastion, I think it is only fair that we begin the work that needs to be done. And that is why I am announcing my candidacy. For Alderwoman of Hackway Heights. And you hear people just erupt in excitement over this radio. And then you hear Mr. Dick 
whose voice I haven't tried today, but I think I might be able to do it. Oh, well, not going to be able to be an older woman if I kill you, are you? <laughs> oh, I'm furious. Get me another pineapple. <laughs> that one. <laughs> And then marching music begins again. I'm sure there's a big crowd cheer when she. Oh yeah, yeah, huge, yeah. huge eruption. While he's while he's drowned out it. by Mr. Dick's fury. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I want to get to the top and see where they are. You get to the top, and you can see this landing that's sopping wet, overlooking a large pool of water. There's like rocks. You can see little bits of like fish swimming around here it's like it's like a little habitat it's maybe 80 by 60 feet and it's pretty big is this an in-ground pool yeah yeah so you're you're peeking up over these stairs and you're like level with it and there are like dock slats running alongside the walls that lead to another set of stairs that go up another level and you can see there's a balcony overlooking this pool and the balcony is in the shape of the bow of a ship and you get a feeling that he is up there so like when he jumped into the water he may have jumped from up there so he should be able to get up one should be able to get up there from yeah there's there's Mm -hmm. uh, running along the sides of the walls heading Mm -hmm. towards that there there's like decking that leads to another set of curved stairs that lead up there okay that go up to that level that's second floor you hear the night. Well, why don't you just jump in the water and cool yourself off, old chap? Don't let it get to you. Is there... The radio is up there with them, too, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, okay. yeah. And there's nothing electrical around here to just kind of flip in when he jumps in. Just, you know, throw the toaster You turn in the to bathtub. your right and you see several hair dryers plugged into... <laughs> Perfect. Okay. An so. outlet. Uh, I throw all of those in. Seven hair dryers, four toasters. Yeah. Nearby, yes. All right, good. So he has a lot of hair and, like, got it. Uh, everything here is kind of lit by gas lamps. Okay, that makes sense. Looks like an old pirate shanty town from days of yore. Kind of being at the top, I. They're on the other of, side, so they're yeah. kind of by themselves on this. Uh, as a matter of fact, which one of you is leading, uh, Tremolo or, or Nesbitt? Uh, yeah, I'm going up the stairwell. First, and were you directly behind me, Troll? Uh, or no, he's he's still by the door right now. Downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, they were just sneaking up those yeah, stairs yeah. and like peeking right now. So he's right. All right. Uh, yeah, I kind of if I see Nezzy above, then I gesture to go below. But it's kind of to speak underneath the <laughs> back back down in the room, just going down a couple steps and being like, I don't think that I can see a good way to sneak up on him. And I don't see a good way to to electrocute him in there. I mean, we can we all could try to aim and shoot him in the water, but it's pretty so, cloudy. Just to get this right, these stairwells are about fifteen feet apart, mm-hmm. and you've come back down these stairwells, and just you're so talking cool. across the lobby from each other. Yeah. As you're doing that, you hear cannonball and an explosion of water above your head so for me to get a better picture of this and i mean you know grin yes would be sally and nezzy telling tremolo what's going on or whatever. Sure. but when you come up the stair the these stairs 
you're seeing all the water and everything. Yeah. And then the platforms. There's a platform that overlooks the pool. And then running alongside of the walls going away from you are is decking. Yeah. And that decking goes all the way across the room, leading to another set of two stairs that lead up to the second floor that is a balcony in the shape of a, a pirate ship bow. And that is a large expanse. It's pretty like it's eight like eighty feet to the stairs. Okay. So the pool is like eighty feet deep. Yeah. So there's any far. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Eighty feet long, sixty feet wide. And there's nothing else going along the walls from one to the other. Gas. Uh, just yeah, just like oil lamps hanging from like cables in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. The ceiling itself goes up about forty feet. So there's these long ropes that just have oil lamps hanging from them, and they light the decking. Mr. Dick has just jumped in, though. Yeah. It, yeah. In yeah. the middle of this like conversation. Yep. He he could be right next to you guys at this point. Well, it sounds like that he's uh, too far to even throw a bomb into his office. Uh, yeah. So, do you think you all can shoot him? I'm I'm gonna take out my ray gun and I'm gonna fire a shot at Mister Dick. He's <gasps> is, is that what you're saying? I'm asking if you think you can. Yeah, well, I was just saying, will you do it? He's right like, he's like, yeah, I'll see. You. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! No, no, no! He's on the other side of this room from you, and just goes up his stair. Nesbit, you get to the top of the stair, and you see uh, this shark fin circling around the water in the middle of this pool, maybe forty-five <laughs> feet away from you. And uh, it then, like, kind of flips up above the water. I love a good dip. And then he turns around and he sees you. And you fire a shot in his fucking face. Let's fucking get it on, son. All right. You're going to roll D8, right? D8. That's a seven. Woo. Seven. This ray shoots past him, hitting the water, and he ducks out. Motherfuck. And he goes underwater, and you see his fin disappear under the water. And up above, you all can hear the sound. Uh, Nezzy, you can hear the sound of that night going, everything okay? (laughs) And you hear clunk, clunk, clunk upstairs above you. Can we just be clear? Like, So that gun... It missed? No. It's whittling away his hit protection. It's not hitting right. anything. When you get it to zero, that's when you really hit. Is that it's it's hit protection, not hit points. It's not actually striking anything until it hits zero. And he has hit points that are higher than what you've chipped away at. Sally, what are you doing? I am... I'm, I'm staying kind of out of sight. And I, and I say, Tremolt, get over here. Get ready. Uh, get ready to shoot. Um, but I love I'm, that you're still whispering. I, it's not quite whispering. It's more, <laughs> but it's it's keeping my voice down. I guess you would say I'm not yelling sure. at him. Sure. And then I, I, I basically, if someone gets close to us, I want to uh, tell them to just lay down. As I'm like waiting to see if anybody gets near us, as okay. we're kind of taking cover in the, these stairwells. But if anybody gets close, like within 15 feet, like as close as that guy was in the car, 
But I'm you're still down him. in the stairwell? Yes, peeking over. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. At, right. the, at, the top of the, at the top of the stairwell my, where my head is kind of So you can see out, and you can see the water in this pool is, like, bubbling from oh where Nezzy shot his rifle. Oh, my God. Bubbling. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it said that there's D6 charges. Uh, can you remind me what that Roll meant? Roll a D6. Yeah. One. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> there are now D4 charges. Oh. Yeah. The next time you shoot, you got to roll that D4. And if that rolls a one, that was your last shot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. What terrible luck. Oh, man. Oh, God. All right. Let's get it going. Oh, this Ooh. is getting hot, son. All right. Okay. Uh, Tremolo, what, what are you doing? You're behind. You're, you're at the bottom of the stairs. Yes. What would you like to do? You hear the boo as this ray gun goes off. <laughs> It um, is happening. It is. I mean, okay, so I'll, I'll say while all that was happening, when Nezzy is like, oh, we'll do this, uh, Tremolo comes up the steps and it basically, like, peeks up while Nezzy's standing up to shoot. He peeks up in between his legs yeah. to, like, see exactly what's going on. There, when we, we look at all of this, we don't see any other really entrances or exits. No. Just... Just upstairs in this pool. So... We could assume just from everything that we can see that this is the only way in or out where we're at right now. That's what we would assume. Yeah. Even if it's not true, that's what we would assume. Yeah, it seems like this is the only way in or out. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't have any idea. You and your one hit point. <laughs> I mean, he's in the water. All right, Tremolo gets up and runs, not right to the edge of the pool, but close to the edge of the pool is close uh, less or more than five feet i mean i think i just i think he's being smart enough that he he doesn't want to be in arm's reach of got it okay yeah of dude you. you know but he wants to be right there he pulls a, a bomb out and he's in like pitcher's mode with his thumb on it ready to go all right and because he's still under the water right now right yeah Mr. he went Jake. underwater yeah Okay. Okay. You've all chosen to do something. That was your surprise. Now, the three of you, I want you to tell me what you want to do on this turn. And you can feel free to talk about it as a group. But we're going to talk about exactly what you all are going to do. And then we're going to let that go. Uh, Tremolo is waiting for Mr. Dick to have to take a breath. And he hopes to throw the bomb directly in his mouth is what he wants to do. Okay. Kayla, what's Sally thinking from her side? She wants Tremolo farther away from this pool. Yeah. Um, so she's probably going to they're yell like at him on, to get They're away. like 60. They're, they're, they're on opposite sides of the room from me, yeah. But at the same time, I'm guessing that no one's looked over at me. And so I'm going to get my pitchfork. Fork. <laughs> the only part Just the prongs of, of the pitchfork? Yeah, the prongs of the pitchfork out. Well, I, I gave you the, the hook. And the hook. You also have, right. yeah. It's up to you. Well, I'm keeping. The, I'm keeping. I'm going to go with my pitchfork, but I've also got my stake, um, and so I'm kind of double weaponed. And I'm still. I'm going to still stay hidden. How much? How fast do I think I can move if I needed to get to my guys over there? I, I'm also. So yes, you, you not... could with your dexterity. Mm-hmm. You could probably get pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm going to still remain 
secreted away, ready to spring. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can Nezzy see where Mr. Dick is in the wall? Like, how clear is this? Let's find out. Yeah, you can see him. He's swimming towards the back side of the pool. He's making his way that way. So he's so swimming he's going, away from us. Yeah, he's, he's going oh, away. Okay. okay. Uh, so Nezzy's going to fire a shot right into that pool. Try and All right. nail him. Yeah. Go for it. Roll. That's a five. Okay. Roll your d4 to see if that's the last shot you take. Oh my gosh, that would be brutal. You gotta be kidding me! <gasps> oh my gosh, and he doesn't even know. Unless he, unless something happens yeah, that he doesn't like, know. powers right. down. You okay. hear it go, boom! <laughs> no. No. Uh, as that your rifle so expires. Oh my gosh. Two that's shots. Why. That's me why. Me, 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 Oh. Playing games, baby. Okay. Yes. Here we are, guys. Here I we are. am so pleased that you shot. <laughs> As you all are doing that, prepare to throw a bomb, prepare to go to your friends. The knight emerges over the balcony, takes his fork, his battle fork, and throws it down as Nezzy is trying to, like, what the fuck is wrong with my rifle? Shaking the rifle. <laughs> and the the fork hits you with six. And I believe your HP is, it's, you have how much from the armor? I, I have four uh, and the four shield HP, is and then I have the shield. And the shield is, what did we say the shield was? One or two? What? So that goes one below which means it pins you down to the ground. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So he emerges from the water 80 feet away and lands on top of the dock or the, the decking on a right-hand side. Like if you're facing that way on the right-hand side. So it'd be on Tremolo and Nezzy's side. And he's starting to scurry up the stairs, sopping wet this huge lumbering shark. He's like, get them sons of bitches, you know, <laughs> and uh, they're trying to kill me as them idiot assholes that I put on that job weeks ago. <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> you owe me $20,000 with interest, you sons of bitches. <laughs> and he uh, is making his way up the ladder to just to get the fuck away. And... Uh, yeah, Nessie, go ahead and make that uh, save. So I roll 3d6 based on my strength? Yeah, you gotta get and under your strength. My strength is now one less because of that attack, correct? Yeah, so it's a 7. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Bad. That's bad. It's an 11. Sally, what are you doing right now? So part He's of my pinned reaction down was by a fork. If, yeah, part of my reaction was if something happens, I need to be able to get to my guy. So I see him get pinned and yeah. I run to him. All right. And Tremolo, what are you doing? You see the shark starting to go up the stairs. And you can see that the other guy is at the top of this balcony overlooking you all. But 80 feet is a, is a long way. It is. It is. You do have an arm. <laughs> I do, do have a pretty good arm. But, you know, is it, uh, you know, an NFL QB arm? <laughs> you know? So if if I walk around the side... 
I'm trying to I'm trying to envision an angle of like uh, I have to walk around the pool to get over to a ladder or anything like that. But uh, am I? How much distance at the best point of me being able to throw up and into the, the office? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how far would that throw be? I would say that if you kind of cut the angle and throw it, I mean, you could run. And probably it would be, I don't know, Pythagorean theorem, 60 feet okay. to get it up and, and onto that balcony where that, that guy is. Mm-hmm. And it is a blast. So, like, even if you, you just got to get it in the vicinity and it's going to affect him. So you don't have to you don't. It's not like an arrow. You have to hit him with it. Like it covers a lot of ground. Yeah. I just have to get it in the vicinity, but it's, you know, that's a good distance. And I don't want to waste a bomb, like, falling into the water and not, you know, doing anything. Yeah, sure. So I, uh, so he, he's, he's walking around the side of the water and he pulls his pistol out and fires while walking at, uh, Mr. Dick. Okay. You fire at Mr. Dick? Yep. All right, roll your flintlock pistol. Three. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. You see the it embed in the ladder right next to him, just missing him by inches. And he is panicked. And, Sally, you slide next to Nesbitt in this, like, water-soaked area. And you can see his blood is starting to mix with the water and swirl around him. As Nesbitt looks up glassy-eyed at the ceiling 